Hey, besties. This is That's Just My Opinion with your host, Marlene. Let's get started. Hey, besties. Welcome to another episode of That's Just My Opinion podcast. Um, let's talk about a little bit about last week's episode. Um, big shout out to Juno because a lot of people reached out to her and were like, I want my birth chart read. And I love that. I'm glad that she was able to get a lot of um, business and just like out there and something I want to talk about today is another podcast that is being very out there and I want to believe is now I mean they've always been known especially if you're from Laredo you probably know who the fuck I'm talking about you probably have beef with them or something and we have aliens on the border today hey what's up people hola Josh and Roger <clears throat> and as as many uh, probably everyone that fucking listens to this podcast knows Josh is my boyfriend too <laughs> and he was also our producer at a point but then he just you know left me out there to just do everything first on of my all own. I that's not true I literally <laughs> stopped doing my podcast to just produce yours so mm, that is that's true. tea for another day so Roger is like damn that's true you left me <laughs> <laughs> I had no Go back we, to we the, talked about it very a, a lot, so we're yeah. good. So, guys, aliens on the border. Tell me a little about how it started. So, I came up with the name "Aliens on the Border" back in maybe like 2016. I the, the story about how the podcast became a podcast is essentially I started listening to podcasts a lot because I at the time I had a girlfriend that lived in Dallas. So I would drive from Laredo to Dallas like every other week. You had other girlfriends? Oh, my God. <laughs> Scandal. Uh, there was a friend of mine that was a girl, right? Nah, <laughs> you would visit every, every <laughs> yeah, weekend? I would visit every other weekend. No, and uh, um, at the time, I would listen or watch uh, Real Time with Bill Maher a lot, like on HBO, whether it be like on YouTube or whatever. And then at the end of the shows, I remember him saying like, hey, go to the uh, Apple podcast app if you want more. And I was like, I want more. So on these drives, Sold. yeah, on these drives, I went through the entire catalog that this dude had on there. And then I stumbled across the JRE, which was, again, back in like 2016. At that point, I think he was barely like 500 episodes in or so. And that's so shitload of episodes. I'm on episode I, like 42. We're, <laughs> we're going to hit 200, 200 soon. soon. So yeah. that's going to be pretty cool. And um, long story short, I just got interested in like, listening and consuming uh listening to and consuming podcasts in general and i wanted to start one and here's the funny thing like i i uh came up with the name and at the time one of my friends who's one of the our new patron peter i was like dude we should do a podcast together and then like we i started looking into like buying equipment and all this other shit and so was roger like, wasn't part of this idea whenever it i was not state. part of, like initially no i actually had my own podcast going yeah. on at the same time like before josh's actually it was called um uh maru, maru which is miggy and raj entitled and it was just like a um our a random podcast with me and one of my friends Miguel, and uh and um <clears throat> josh we had seen actually like aliens in the border come up. I think it was like episode ten that I started like noting that it was like happening. So I would go and I listen to him, and I and I, and I had run into Josh a few times. Where I was just like, "Hey, man, like it's really cool that you're doing that." Um, so you guys weren't like friends, friends. You just were like acquaintances. we went to high school together, and like one of my closest friends from high school is like a mutual friend of ours. Shout out, Mink. Yeah. Yeah, um, so we, we... We knew of each other's existence. Yeah, but... But you, were, but you guys weren't, like, friends. Nah, and nah, I really had never, like, hung out with Josh no. ever. I like would look at Roger in the back of, like, place... Like, I would go to uh, shows or whatever, and I would just see him, like, with his camera looking, like, super pretentious. And I was like, I don't like... Really? Him. That was your first <laughs> fucking thought, dude? No, nah, I, just, I was just... My first thought was, like, oh, I wonder what camera he's using. Because, like, I would, I would work a lot with Jeff around that time. Yeah. So I was, like, somewhat into photography. And we found out that we were using the same camera, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meant to yeah. be. It's, 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 uh, that's how it was. Really. Is that, I like, would, a soulmate kind of thing? I would, <laughs> I would run into Josh all the time, and I'd just be, like... Um, we would always be the idiots at the front of the show, like, headbanging and, like, fucking... All this shit. And it was just like, actually the day of, so I want to let Josh continue his story about like how the podcast came to be. But, um, the, uh, um, what had happened, he had, um, 
oh my my podcast co-host he 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 moved he moved to um college station to college station um to uh to go pursue his oh actually to his girlfriend was going to uh to vet school up there um so uh so he followed like they when they found a place together and stuff and we were thinking about like how we're going to do it virtually that kind of stuff but really like the podcast just started kind of falling off um and so can i interject real quick yeah how weird is it that your old co-host girlfriend went to vet school and then like your new co-host girlfriend went to vet school too in mexico in mexico well, yeah that's weird right new co-host girl okay as so i was i Me. lost you for a second yeah okay yeah, yeah. That's what I was so, like. so your old co-host's yeah. girlfriend Mia. went to vet school yeah, yeah. And your new co-host, aka me? Josh, his girlfriend, aka me, went to vet school. I didn't know you went to vet school. Yeah, in Mexico. I, I didn't finish so. though. Oh, okay. You were planning on finishing that though. I was, and then I was like, no, this oh. is a lot of money that I'm going to be investing in, into this, and like I don't see myself just being at one office for the rest of my life, like always just attending. You know, like to be able to make money, you have to be full time at you know somewhere, right. and it was just. Like, it's a very big passion of mine, animals, but I don't think, like, being a doctor of animals and, like, dedicating my whole life to it is my passion anymore. So, my, my, um, so, Miggy, his, his, his girlfriend is actually now a vet here. Um, he's my dog, she's my dog's vet, so. Nice. But I can see that, because, like, I asked her a whole lot about it. She went to St. Kitts, uh, she's an Ooh, island. Ooh, love. Yeah. She went to Ross University. Ross University, yeah. So, she, she was over in there. The Virgin Islands? No, mm-hmm. Caribbean. No, oh. it's no, it's in it's the. It's in the version. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't know. I, I it's forget. Kitts. I only yeah, know yeah, yeah. because you told me about it's, it. It's yeah, because yeah. I wanted to go there. I was gonna go to Kingsville and then from there on go to Ross. Yeah, so she was, and she would tell me a whole bunch about it because you're like very good friends, and uh, they, uh, she would like, you know, the the whole time there was actually at the time I think it was maybe like 2016. There was a massive hurricane that hit that area, and so she was like showing me like footage like of like it apparently like this hurricane like completely wiped out like two islands that were very like they were adjacent to to st kitts but um the uh it just barely missed their area so that's insane and she was telling me everything about like how they were on lockdown and like that kind of stuff and it was scary as shit yeah you literally need to get there in like a private fucking like airplane like, and like helicopter and shit yeah, they, like they it's not really trip. like a common thing to go to that's crazy like it's, it's just Ross University school is like so remote sure, I can connect you with her you guys want to interview I'm pretty sure she'd be like a really good, good, good <laughs> I know on here as well. well going back to the podcast yeah, going sorry, back to Aliens on the Border so we were at a show for um, Dos Leones right yeah. and that's the time to shout out Zora, yeah yeah and um, we uh that was the one show where you're we just like, I already had like seen Josh. I had given him props about the podcast and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we went and we were just headbanging at the front of the, acting a fool, honestly, because we were there. We were like, we're really lit. Like, we're really <laughs> yeah. Lit. And uh, afterwards we got, we, we, we left uh, Boogaloo or we were downstairs at Boogaloo and we were like all sweaty and shit outside. And I was like, hey man. I want to be your co-host because <laughs> he was wearing an Aliens on the Border shirt, the tie-dye one yeah. at the time. And I remember like somebody was commenting about it and I was like, dude, do you need a, like a, a co-host or like, is there any way I can like sit on one? Actually, no, you put me on for the uh, Static Age yeah. Yeah. episode. So we did two episodes before you were officially the co-host. Right. Yeah. One was with me and, and the, the other, other one was Gabe. Static Age. Yeah. yeah. So Static Age was like a magazine thing that I was a part of. Anyway, so you interviewed... We were just kind of like, dude, let's just fucking, let's try it out. And before we- So who was your your host before? Me. So when I started the podcast, I was the only one there doing it. Yeah, he came on like on episode two or so. And then he was with me for like 10 episodes. And then he, well, Picasso has like three kids and he was going to nursing school at the time. So he was like, I can't commit. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry about it, man. Like, it's cool. You know, I- it's fine. Get out of my fucking life. <laughs> but but it, like if I can backtrack for a second, before I even like started recording episodes, uh, I came up with the name whatever that was like around 2016, and I, I, it just kept floating around in my head. I came to a point in my life where I was like very depressed and lost, and I just remember like laying in on the floor of like my room at my mom's house, which is where we're currently at right now, and um, just listening to. Uh, JRE with like him and Kid Cudi 
and it, it was like fresh at the time like it had just dropped like and i was just zoning out and i was like going through a whole lot of shit i had been arrested i was like at the tail end of a spiraling like crash and burn relationship and shit and a lot of shit felt so unclear i was going to school at tamu uh, which is this local school here in laredo the university to study kinesiology to eventually move into like physical therapy and stuff i was working at a physical therapy clinic but all of this just felt like i was good at it i understood how to do it i enjoyed it but it didn't really feel like my true calling right and then when i was laying there it kind of just hit me where i was like i need to fucking make aliens on the border happen and so that was like 2017 and then i got into a car accident at the end of 2017 which it was fucking crazy and I, I had just finished paying off my car and shit it got total <laughs> i told it was a total loss or whatever some dude on a motorcycle hit my car and like three other cars or whatever whole long story it was fucking insane and then from the settlement money that i got off there i ended up buying a new car and i had a couple of grand left over and i was like all right it's now or fucking never i'm gonna buy the equipment so i bought uh i bought a brand new mac i bought the mixer that i gave to you all the mics that i gave to you all that stuff i bought all, all of that all the tjmo gear that's <laughs> what you yeah, bought. yeah yeah uh i bought all of that and i was like all right fuck it let's start doing it and the uh, concept behind aliens on the border in and sometimes we stray away from it because I, I opened it a little bit more as i it grew but the original idea behind it was i kind of wanted to interview people that were in the creative scene here to like share the story behind their art is it, it, to me, one of the most impactful things that I ever saw, like, growing up was VH1 Driven. And it's, like, an old show back when, like, there was still music shit on VH1 and MTV. And they did a profile on, like, Kanye West. They did another one on, like, Nas, which are, like, two of, like, the most influential artists for me personally. And it just made me feel more connected to the music. And I really wanted to give that to people. And I wanted to do that for the people that are around me. And it just so happened that a lot of my friends and like family members and stuff were in the creative scene or in like the music scene and doing stuff. So I was like, what better way to bring both parts of like that together than to showcase or shine the light on all these people. And at the same time, and I know you can attest to this, there was like a lot of shit going on in Laredo. There was like this weird renaissance, like where there was like amazing shows, bands coming in from all over the fucking country, like on stops here on the way to like the Valley or, yeah, or like on the way to Mexico. Chance, yeah, like, Chance Music, The Dugout, like all uh, Boogaloo, all these spaces that were pretty close to each other. They were all just kind of popping off for the music. And I think that was also like where Josh and I kind of just like met because everything was kind of just going in that role, in that role. And we both had very similar like ideologies were in the, in the sense that when I was doing Static Age, it was all like the radio art, food, culture, music, right? And um, um, so when we when I was discussing that with him before, when he was about to invite me onto the episode, we realized both of us were like, we can't, we have the same thing, and we wanted we're like in the we same wanna, vein. We want to build up a platform to build up the people that we like, the, yeah. the the creatives that we like, and and just kind of evolved into this. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, like, and now we're here. Yeah, so, so t uh, it was like, I think the first episode that you were on was like sometime in between episode 20 to 30. Yeah. And um, that's where we kind of like, I, I, after the second time he was on with Gabe, I was like, dude, you just want to like do this with me now? Actually, I was I was like, dude, let's give it a test drive. Like, just you were know, like, let me be honest. Do you want to get married? <laughs> like, let's move in together. Uh, no, <laughs> I, 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 it, was, it was funny to me because like I was following the podcast and everything and... Um, um, I had asked him like, "Hey, man, like, if you're gonna need a co-host, like, I'm down, you know." And before I even showed up to record the first episode with him, uh, he uploads on um on on Aliens in the Border. He, he's like re recording like a, th a thing. He's like, "Hey, guys, just want to just want to uh, to give you guys some new some news. Uh, Raj Aminas is gonna be our, our new co-host." I was like, <laughs> "Shit! All right, cool. It's official." Um, and then we just joined in, and then from there, it's just I think. I don't know, man. I think we have this like timeline of like every every like let's say let's be generous and say like thirty thirty five episodes. There's like a new like step that we take, and um and it's been it's been interesting to see, especially in these last couple of of, of episodes since November, basically, where we had taken a long uh, hiatus um, about like, like six months. Uh, but even then, before that, we were kind of staggering on episodes. Um, 
and we just kind of you know Josh took took some time off to you know obviously you know produce for TJMO and and <laughs> we were thinking about maybe like sunsetting um uh, uh Indians, Indians on, on the, the border. border and it was just kind of like all right man well I guess I'm just gonna focus on the comedy and the things I have to do but the whole time I was having this like str- big struggle um with not having that creative outlet. So I was like, fuck it, I'll start my own podcast. I was thinking about it for a while. I can but do it on my own. Who needs Josh? I was I was thinking about it for a while, but then I was kinda like, man, like, um it doesn't it doesn't feel the same because like you do have like you have like energies that we kinda like bounce off of each other and yeah. and, and, and it just kinda works that way. Um I mean you were saying earlier today that you guys just kinda balance each other out. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like it's like a good balance. I feel like no like um I feel like both of us kind of switch. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes, sometimes Josh is more grounded on topics than I am, and sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm more grounded on topics. And whenever we see we're each other, like we're straying too far, we just reel it back. And I think that's a good um, dynamic. Dynamic, and we're never like you know upset at each other. I don't think I've ever had like an argument. We we usually just have very uh, very um, constructive like feedback or, or conversations. Even when we were talking about sunsetting AOTB, like I was just like. I respect your decision, dude. I would like to see if maybe you'd give but me I a shot. But I don't agree. No, I, oh, I did. Yeah, I told him that. I was like, I don't agree. I would like to see if... Uh, I don't think we've seen the end of Aliens on the Border. I would like to see if you'd give me the the the, um, the permission to continue... The chicken under permission. The, un, under the, uh, under the, the, the moniker. Name. Yeah, under Aliens on the Border. So we can... So I can continue it, right? And he was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And I was like... <laughs> I, I was mean, like, Josh is very like... <clears throat> selfish with certain of like I don't, and, you know, and I, I don't say it in like a bad way i'm just saying you know like it's kind of like his baby no you know? I, like, I, get, I get it because i i feel personally like if i set all this time up i still feel like you know like if i i wouldn't um allow somebody else to take up like the mantle of something especially if i did all this yeah time, like if you invested all of this yeah if you invest a, sh- a shit little time in it like building something up it just gets a little bit difficult to you know let it go and just go. be like oh yeah so Roger, how did you start in the podcasting world? Uh, kind of. This, I mean, I don't want to say I'm. I'm not gonna like echo uh, Josh, but I um I do kind of feel like it was more or less the same thing. Actually, like it wasn't as I guess deep uh, in that. I was just kind of like I like fucking talking. <laughs> and, like I I like talking. I like having a platform. I need an outlet. And Miggy at the time was also very into podcasts. Both of us were into my brother, my brother, and me. Um, and, uh, and a couple of other podcasts that we were listening. I know JRU was one of them. Um, oh, JRAM actually had invited me on an episode of, of the podcast. Um, and he's a local, uh, he's like, radio he was a radio, he was radio, right? radio personality, yeah. but everybody knew him as the Apple guy. Also. Yeah. Same. So, That's all I knew. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but he, yeah, he was, a he was local and he had a, a podcast going as well. Uh, it's not around anymore, but he had, um, he had, he had us on. Or he had me on, and um, and I just kind of took it from there. Like you know, I was always hanging out with Miggy and like talking to him. Um, I met him through karaoke at AJ's, <laughs> and um, and uh, we were just you know we just became really good friends. Uh, so then one day we we're just like, hey, let's just sit. He he does music, so he already had a mixer, a lot of the equipment, microphone, uh, audio production stuff. Like he already had all that stuff set up. So I was like, okay, let's do it. I designed a little logo. It was just like an eight bit version of me and him, and it was just kind of like uh, we we didn't have a, a name for it yet. We were like, hey guys, it's still our untitled podcast. Um, this is episode <laughs> this is episode four now, and we're gonna go you know whatever whatever. And then uh, one day we were just kind of like, hey, welcome to Mickey and Rogers Untitled Podcast, and then we just went to with, hey, welcome to Maru Maru or Maru whatever, and it was um. That's how people knew it. Um, it. We would get some people who were like avid listeners. Actually, one <laughs> one listener who I don't fucking know who it is yet. I get the idea that it's maybe somebody that I know. That's like a close friend. Oh, is it who uh, I think under, it is? Under a Finsta okay. or, or under a fake like profile or whatever. But there's a user named uh, That Ghost in Air. And uh, they've been following the podcast like from Megan and Raj entitled... All the way to our current podcast. To Aliens to, on the and Border. To, and before, like at the beginning of Aliens on the Border, it was exclusively on SoundCloud. I was trying to figure out how to get it on mm-hmm. everywhere else, right? So they went from that to like when we expanded out and then we started the YouTube channel and everything. They, they Under followed, the same moniker, the they same would moniker. comment on our videos. 
It was weird. Like, the I most recent one, remember I, told yeah. I, met, I was like, hey, do you know this is, who this is? Because they just commented on one of our things. They were like, hey, great job, great show. And it's, <laughs> it's always the same comment. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, super cool. You know, and I thought, <laughs> we love you. And I thought, like, it, I thought it was, um, I thought it was you a bot. You have your first stalker. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought do. it was a bot. Right, I thought because you know sometimes like some platforms like Twitch will put like bot users to like yeah. follow your stuff or whatever, and um, I thought it was a bot, but I messaged the profile. I was like, "Hey man, by any chance, like, do I happen to know who you are?" And he's like, "Just a supporter. Love what you're doing." I was like, <gasps> "That's weird, you know." And so, <laughs> but um, so shout so, yeah. out to the stalker for real. Maru had a little bit of a different um approach. Some stuff that I feel like we didn't really uh, uh, we purposely didn't adopt in. Aliens on the border. That way, it wouldn't have the same format um, as my the previous podcast. But the way we would do it is we would really just like outline topics and bring like dumb shit to the table. One of my favorite episodes uh, from that one, and you know, it's not around anymore because we're not paying for the SoundCloud Pro or whatever. But the files are somewhere. Maybe we will re-upload them at some point. But Patreon, um, yeah, for real, for real. yeah, we That's could a good some, idea. That, that is a good idea. Um, we uh, <laughs> we did this one episode where we we did a uh, uh, I we got. We got very, we got very, you know, recreationally. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> no, we, we were, we, it was called the Dank. We were in the class. It was called the Thanksgiving episode. And uh, so we, um, we, we vaped a little bit. We talked for a bit and then we sat down and we started um, kind of telling each other the topics. We didn't know what we were going to talk about beforehand. And um, so in the middle of the episode, I told me, I'm like, hey, actually, I brought this. It's a. Uh, it's it's a uh, Mad Libs. Have you ever heard of Mad Libs? And I love Mad Libs. He was like, he was like, he, I mean, like maybe like elementary school. <laughs> I was like, cool, we're gonna do one now. So give me some. And we started doing these things. And there's this part where we're like, you know, going over like the, the we're rereading it. And there's this part where he where he says, uh, uh, I forgot what it was. He was like, uh, he said, oh, I'm not well versed on the subject of Aunt Jemima, and we just started cracking the fuck up for the longest <laughs> time. So those are like always the funnest episodes. Our most popular one at that time was uh, talking about the clown craze. You all remember when there oh, was like shit. clowns going around everywhere? Yes. So we when we posted that, that was one, a terrifying time. That was the most viewed one. It was like twenty four. The most listened uh, listen one. It was like twenty four thousand like listeners for that one episode. Hello, it was weird, and we gained a shit ton of followers followers off of it. And then you know we had to sunset it because you know, he was moving. Um, and that w- that was about it. Uh, I think I've always been in pursuit of like a, a platform to express myself on, whether it was the magazine, the podcast, mic drop. Um, the I had a blog for a while, the mic drop also, um, and then you know, aliens on the border. So, so I have a question for you guys. You guys have both started and ended different projects. Why do you believe aliens on the border uh, like stays? That's a good question. Uh, I think it's just it. I'll answer like for what myself makes personally. AOTB so special that like all the other podcasts that you've started, all the other projects that you've started, like it doesn't have the attention that you will give Aliens on the Border. I'll answer my own personal thing. I'm not going to speak for both of us, so I'll just speak for me. Um, the re- the reason why is because Aliens on the Border represents something that is not just the podcast, but it's the brand. I don't even want to say the brand because that sounds like a, 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 a fucking sound like one of those guys. But maybe a mission. It's like a. It's representative of all the, quote unquote, like counterculture or or the zeitgeist of what is happening now in South Texas and like the things that people should care about and you know pay more attention to and. To me, the reason why I keep pushing it and working so hard at it is because the original vision that I saw, and I've said this before, and I've said this to my friends, and sometimes, like, you know, I'll get looks like, all right, whatever, and because it's going to be as big as the JRE or any other podcast that is, like, mainstream. That's always been my vision from the beginning, and I, and I would be lying to myself if I said otherwise. And I've never sold myself short on that. And, like, I, I know... It sounds maybe like arrogant in a way, but I believe that we're bringing something to mainstream culture. And it's not even mainstream culture yet, but it's becoming more so uh, now, I think, podcasting in general, I mean. But I think we're bringing something that is very unique in in the sense of like 
the perspective that we're offering on a variety of different things just because we live in such such <laughs> in such a not a you crying unique, yeah i know right in such a unique like part of the states i would say the world even because it laredo is like its own little world yeah because it, it, it's a small place but it's also like hugely important to the infrastructure of the entire country because it's like the biggest land port right so there's like a lot of exchange of cultures and ideas and stuff that for one reason or another maybe doesn't get pushed to the forefront and that's exactly what aliens on the border is doing and and it's a way to wake people up and just let people see that they can do whatever it is that they really want to do and that's why i feel like break the mold yeah break them breaking the mold representing just a, a different mindset that is new and breaking the mold of of this whole system that you know has been kind of forced on us is i i don't know how much i subscribe to the idea that we've been heavily indoctrinated since we were like quote unquote conquered and again not to get like super wokey and all that type of stuff is it, it kind of i don't know I, I i hate sounding like that but um i i, I want people to be like at their place of work whatever that may be and, and then listening to any of the episodes that we have be like you know what if they're not in the place that they want to be for them to be like you know what fuck this and then like go and be where the fuck they want to be you know what i mean that's yeah. what ultimately that's what i want people to take away from the show and that's the biggest reason why i don't i will not stop doing it you know what i mean that's my own personal reason i don't know roger I, I just think like in any in any project and, and and I think maybe like something about that question the reason why I really like it is because it, it 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 poses this idea of like um that maybe like I've l purposely let other projects or not given the same attention to other projects um I actually feel that I've given um equal attention to a lot of the other projects that, and, and things that I've been a part of because if I do something. I'm not doing it eh, just because I'm half doing it. it. Yeah, I don't want to half-ass it. I, I, I do things because I'm passionate about it and because I believe in it, right? And there's been shit, a multi, a, like, there's been a whole lot of things that I've been a part of that I've, I, some of them have, like, ended or become something different that I just don't subscribe to anymore. Um, and the, 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 the few things that have stayed, stayed consistent um, since the beginning, since I began my involvement with them, have been aliens on the border and the mic drop, um, just because. Um, and, and shout out to to Francisco Flores, Frankie Flowers. Um, he's my partner for the mic drop. Um, also in the same vein as like Josh mentioning right now, like that he's believed in something since he started it. And he believes that it's going to become something much more. We're both, uh, uh, Josh, me, Franny. I think we're all in the same frequency in the sense that we believe south texas to either be like on in the in in the scope in the in the viewing glass of like the mic drop um we believe this place to be like riddled with comedic talent uh an excellent place for comedy an excellent scene for comedy every single one of the shows is packed out like every single time we have an, an event going it's just simply people want to be entertained and we're there to entertain them yeah <clears throat> and we get to highlight the stuff here franny and i don't make money off of them out the mic drop we, we we really don't we should but we don't you will yeah, and um, uh, the uh, we we don't we don't do that. We everything that we go gets reinvested into the same the same thing. Um, the mic drop, by the way, is an open mic and, and that we do a comedy Plug. event here, and and uh, and we do showcases as well. But that's besides the point. I I think I think the just like the the root of it is that I I believe in aliens on the border. I believe in the mic drop. I, I, I believe in those things that have been the most successful because I have people that are on the same frequency. Okay. So maybe like partnership is what keeps I, it going. I, don't I mean, honestly, from someone that came from, you know, a partnership to just doing it on your own, it is obviously way more of a toll to do it like on your own. Like you have to do everything. And I, I talk about like, everything some people think it's easier because you're the only person that needs to get organized to be able to do all of these different things but just like you guys were stating earlier today 
in a way you complement each other like you may lack a certain thing and then he helps you with this and then you help him with blah 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 you get me like once you find that person that you can truly build a business with or build this partnership with or build etc 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 I feel like that's something that helps and pushes you to be invested completely and just making it a better thing because it's not just you doing it someone else is helping you i i I do i do believe in like the the idea of like partnership i don't necessarily mean i don't necessarily necessarily think it's like you know a codependence thing i think it's more um i think it's more just like finding like kindred spirits you know what i mean like if you find Mm -hmm. somebody who who um Believes. believes you know you can you you can accomplish everything together honestly and i think um i think just you said something right now that kind of um I was I, I completely lost the thought because I thought I heard Leo. So I was like, but, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but Shout out Leo. so the uh, just the 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 idea of like having like a like a like a partner to do something. I oh I know what I was going to say. I think um, I think myself and I can I can like recognize this. Um, I I think I have a problem with ego, um, and so to really like uh, sometimes kind of work on like humbling myself. Like I make sure that I'm around other people that. I am also like on the same, you know, like spectrum with in terms of, you know, where we are for belief and stuff. So um, I don't uh, I I, when I say I struggle with ego, I don't mean like it's an overinflated ego. I actually think it's the opposite. I feel like I have like an inferior inferiority kind of thing. Um, So when I have people that I that I believe in and I I can build up and they in turn believe in me and build me up like. That's just like shit. We just keep on building, dude. Like it's exactly, just, yeah. You know, so and and that's where it comes. Like what we were talking about. That like, if you find someone that is able to do that for you, then you know it's just meant to be. Like everything will go from there. Like if you believe and they believe, period. You know, I, I, I'm gonna say something here because it, it was funny because we we've all this whole week has just kind of been. How do I say it? It's special. This whole last week, it's t- it's been tiring, but there have been like very distinct things that have been happening over the last week to maybe a little bit more than you know maybe like a, the last month or something. Um, but I I feel like every one of us, like you, me, Josh, Siomara, I feel like every one of us have this like you know I don't know. There's like an energy that I feel like, uh, and I I don't feel like conceited saying it or anything like that but i i i do think we're we're all gonna be like you know being able to do this full time and you can say it, roger you yeah. don't have to not say you don't it. Have to like beat around the bush yeah you're like, like beat around the bush it's i just, i like, mean just into the booty bro. just last the bush. just last episode i was telling everyone how i was gonna be famous like yeah. I, I i don't feel like conceited at all and you know what's funny about that i was always that person to like not want to say too much or feel too success- successful because i didn't want other people to feel like ugh you know but then i read this part in russ in russ's book i don't know if you're familiar with russ but he has a book that's called um it's all in your head and it's it's a really good book and i really really like the book and it talks about being humble and how he doesn't consider that like being humble is like a good thing like he always talks about like why do i have to dim my light to make everyone else around me feel comfortable when like they have the same light they just don't believe it in the way i believe it yeah. you know like we all have the same opportunities you just have to go out and get them you just have to go out and put the work and you've been putting in the work and josh has been putting in the work and i've been putting in the work and siomara has been putting in the work so if we truly believe that this is coming to us it's because we've been putting in the work for it to come to us and you just you see it you know like it's, it's true it's so the funny. energy is like it's so funny that you say that too. Like I, I, I feel like I've really dialed back on like that negative energy of like having to like think like, oh dude, these other guys are doing this thing. Like they're fucking you know cramping the style or they're like biting off of the stuff that that, that I do or whatever. And uh, I was so focused on that for a while. And I think we mentioned it during the Sammy episode that we had that I was like, I just kind of stopped doing that and started worrying more about like what I'm. What I'm doing as far as the um, canceled. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, I started focusing on what I'm doing for the uh, for the podcast and for the comedy that I've like like 
just focusing on producing good shit. And if I just worry more about that, then it, it happens. I'll give you an example. Last night was a big comedy show. Uh, I use big in quotes because it was just a lot of people. Um, but it was a festival. A lot of, a, a yeah, so it was supposed to be a comedy festival, but there was a lot of names that I had never heard before with no, no offense to any of them. But uh, the reason why is because they were all, they're not really like established like comics in terms of like doing like the, the circuit or anything yeah. like that. They're just people that you meet at like open mics and you know, that's fine. Those, those people there, they do comedy. It's at like their, a stepping at their own. stone. Yeah. You know what I mean like, um, well I was, I was on stage yesterday. Uh, I went on after a, a consistently not amazing performances in that. And I, um, Excuse me. I get on stage and uh, I I do my thing, whatever. I get off stage, and this guy goes, "Hey man, that was fucking incredible writing." And he goes, um, "Are you based here in Laredo?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I, I I am." And he goes, "I didn't know y'all had that much talent here." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, that's kind of a." Uh, <laughs> I don't know That's what you mean rude, by that. Bro. Yeah, I was like, what do you mean by that? But okay. And he's like, hey, can I follow you on Instagram and stuff? Like, you know, what are y'all doing down here? And they told him, I was like, we got packed out, sh- packed out shows. Why do you think this show happened in the first place? Is riding Why do you wave. think you're here, bro? Yeah. So I don't know. Let me read something to you from that book that I was telling you about. So it says, don't fall for the idea that you need to be realistic or humble or practical. Don't fall for your own doubt and don't fall into the trap of comparison your mirror should only show one reflection it is easy natural and encouraged to feel on top of the world when you reach any milestone in your career no matter how big or small a lot of upcoming artists lose to themselves in the area arena of comparison the 10,000 plays that can make you feel as tall as a skyscraper are the same taint are the same 10,000 plays that can make you feel as small as an ant. The variable is that you took off your eyes. You took your eyes off of your own grass and checked how much greener everyone else is. So what I always like to say is that I am my only competition, like the past version of myself and the future version of myself. Like there's no need for me to try to be better than anyone else because they're not me. You know, they haven't gone through what I have gone through and they don't understand the way that I have dealt with it and we all have the potential to be what we want to be it's just like like how people say like everyone in their own lane like I feel very happy for everyone around me accomplishing their dreams because I know I'm next you know and some people have that mentality and I was talking about this on my episode uh, Bonita Sin Limite with um, Val Echo Pal Val yeah so, yeah, so with her, and we were talking about how, not in a generalizing way, but that a lot of people that we have encountered in Laredo, a lot of artists or a lot of business, you know, owners and stuff like that, like, they have a certain mentality of, I can only be that one, you know, like... I I made this restaurant. There can be no other restaurant like mine. Yeah, and like I have to be the best one. And like, you know, like... The crabs in the bucket mentality. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of people that we've encountered in that kind of like artistic endeavor like it's like no i have a podcast i can only be the only podcast and you know like and i don't feel like it's like that like my podcast is about one thing you know alien on the border is about another thing and we're we're all winning like it doesn't have to be like a competition you know and once you take that mentality out of your head the energy flows in a different way because you don't feel negative you know it's just like oh my god like that's so cool like you're doing great i'm doing great we're all doing great and then some people see you as like oh my god that person is so annoying like why are they always so fucking happy or like so fucking positive or like you know i i struggled a lot with that at the beginning because like once i started aliens on the border it was like immediately thereafter so many other people came to me to like ask for like advice on like how to start their own podcast and everything and i offered it up because like one of the things that i learned from one of my mentors was like you know the exact same thing you're saying like the whole crabs in a bucket mentality like there is enough for everyone and to go around exactly and i would so i would give out the advice and everything and like be like look this is literally this is all the stuff that i bought go and like you know this is how you can go about it like i was doing this this and that this is how i'm doing all of this or whatever and uh, um it was it felt 
like I was like, okay, I'm giving him the advice or whatever. And then for some reason or another, I felt like entitled to like, oh, they owe me something now. And it took me a minute to like get over that. But it definitely left me feeling away when like all these people that were doing like, you know, clearly inspired by me doing it wouldn't really like reciprocate the energy or like show support or like anything like that. Like I've, I've been fairly avid about like making sure that I do support you know what i mean and and after a while i just like let it go it took me a, a long time yeah. but i let it go though and i was, I was like, gonna right. say like in those certain situations i mean we can only expect to be responsible for our own actions you know like whenever you're trying to do something don't do it because like you can't wait for them to give it back to you like yep. because not every not every people like not every person that you will encounter kind of like thinks like that like a lot of people are just gonna be like oh, he's doing it for me, you know, if maybe I want to do it for him, I will, like, in a future, you know? And it kind of takes a toll on you because you're like, damn, like, I was so nice. Like, well, at least with me, I'm always overthinking. So I'm like, damn, I was so nice. Or, like, I really tried to do this. Or maybe they took it in the wrong way. Or maybe they, like, and, like, my brain starts going, like, kind of, like, what did I do wrong? But it's not necessarily my fault. It's just people think differently and they understand ideas differently, you know? Yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to ask you guys, what can we expect in the future of aliens on the border? So the things that are coming up that are already, so f- firstly, we're moving to our studio space that we're working with Kai Ocho on, uh, Kai Ocho Hype and Hobbies. Yeah. One of our sponsors. So shout out to them. Um, that's the first part. We're going to be in there within the next two weeks. So, you know, we got to set it up, make it look nice. Uh, the production upgrade is what is the most, um, I guess, pressing or like is that the that the, in the immediate future? Yeah, in the immediate future, and then the expansion to really execute on a couple of the other ideas that are a part of the show, which are the cooking show and the uh, brewery touring. The cooking show called Aliens in the Butter, and the brewery touring called Nice by the Pool. Now those are going to be like patron or Patreon exclusive content, right? So if you guys want to uh, know what all of that's going to be about, then patreon.com slash aotbcast and subscribe but that's like what is in the immediate future and then by the end of the year i'm, cl- I'm gonna say this shit and claim it right now we'll officially have like the aliens on the border podcast studio slash network space where you know it's gonna be a decked out studio not just for us but for that's just my opinion you know that our other podcasts like the, the bitching hour the bitching hour 956 the bitching hour 956 follow them on instagram and you know um a couple of the other ones that you know maybe are still on board and i will figure that out but that's by what is in the immediate future as far as like for the end from now till the end of 2022 yeah, yeah i think that's always been like the goal also like just like doing like expanding on the network stuff it's always um, like a little family. Like I feel like yeah. that's what you guys have always wanted to do. They're all of our friends, our friends that are doing, our friends are doing cool shit. Our girlfriends that we that, that are doing cool shit, and like the the people that we all just align with that are, um, you know, following. You're on the same all, frequency. Yeah, we're on the with. same frequency. They all got their different paths, and I think we're all just very supportive of each other. And it's always been really cool to see you know everyone come together and like just produce cool shit and very much in line to what i was saying right right when you stepped away about like instead of thinking of, of like crabs in a bucket type of con- or mindset um and, and thinking about abundance the reason or at least like the original vision that i had for that really did come from all of the la podcasting scene slash comics that kind of created that type of culture where they would all do each other's podcasts, promote each other's shit and everything. And that's how they all were able to achieve like a higher level of success. And that's what really inspired me to push it in that direction. Yeah. And, and that's why, even though at first I maybe had like a bit of my ego saying like, you know, I'll scratch your back. You can maybe scratch my back in the the future. And then I was eventually like, you know what, I'm just going to help because I want to help. And, and that's fine. Like at the end of the day, it's just going to, bring more people into the fold that are going to be able to rise and and, mm-hmm. and i want to build uh like with all of us together like a rising tide that will raise all ships you know what i mean so that's that's what it's all about and raise that, all what, ships yeah <laughs> yeah so um you guys have been going more focusedly on like aliens on the border right because yes. um 
Aliens on the Border has been going on for what three years now? Four now. Four, Our four, four years year now. Anniversary just passed this last uh, February the eighth. Okay, and I again I started dating Josh a year ago, so like I was only part of half of like this story, right? Um, do you guys feel like these past couple of months? Because I know you left your job and you kind of left yours and are like focusing a little bit more on like aliens on the border not entirely but like maybe part-time um do you feel like you have grown more over these past couple of months where you're like fully focusing on aliens on the border or has it been like success in the making like three years no yeah um absolutely we've always had like the mindset of like how we're going but i think we've we've grown as individuals to just kind of recognize you know our mistakes and our you know recognize your mistakes highlighting the successes um but being like very cognizant of like how we may have like stumbled in the past or what we may have been doing for like content in the past um and when josh and i get together and like we start talking about like when we brainstorm about what's next for the podcast or how to approach a certain thing i feel like it's always like you know very i feel like we have this like kind of a crazy little like um meeting kind of thing because usually it's josh sitting down taking notes very focused and very like this is what we need to do okay let's talk this and then it for me it's like i'm getting up and i'm like walking around the whole fucking studio or like moving or like pacing and i'm like i'm thinking dude i'm thinking hang on i'm thinking and that's the way we do it right so when when those little those little moments i think it's just as simple as like in the, the the past couple of months the past quarter maybe about like maybe the last like five the, months now last five months yeah. yeah um our the success that we've been like seeing has i think come from just the fact that we've been doing a lot more brainstorming together um uh i think for in, in, i don't want to like get too like diving into the numbers or anything like that but like in terms of like our listener history like we we were kind of shocked when we were prepping things to like go to sponsors and start looking for monetization you know opportunities um josh and i discovered that like what was it like more than half right like uh, uh, just about half maybe like 50 to 55 percent of our total like listen listens like throughout all four years have been in the last five months alone um so uh we're doing something right and yeah. i think we're just as long as we stay on that on that uh that you know is that, i don't even want to call it work because it really isn't dude it's just it's a passion that i think is like we're we things that we've believed in for the longest time and we're just gonna start kind of kicking it that way so i, I think it, go, it goes back to um one of the things that i learned from again like one of the biggest influences as far as like how i approach creating and stuff like that so shout out to jeff castillo he's been a huge digital influence. jeff yeah digital jeff uh he's been my mentor since forever and like you know he's helped me a lot in terms of just trying to have the right mindset and then one of the biggest takeaways that i had from him other than the whole like looking at things and f- looking at it with a, a point of view of abundance versus like scarcity but the other thing is and and this is something that i think that as we go into year four, it is very, very much evident where it's just like, just put your head down and do the work because that's the biggest thing. And, and a lot of people from the beginning and with podcasting, it's weird because I know that you probably see it too. And like now that, that you, since you've been creating it, like there's like a so much of a delayed gratification thing because, you know, it's not instant. Like you'll post something and then it'll slowly like start gaining numbers and numbers and numbers and numbers. And like I... That was something that I was very cognizant about from the very beginning. So to me, it was just like, just keep posting it. Just keep posting it. Just keep posting it. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Just keep posting it. Make sure that your content is the at the forefront of everything. And maybe I did that to a fault because our, our social media has definitely suffered from that in in the four years. Is It's not where it should be, according to like where our, our like listens are and like our downloads and everything. But... Uh, one of the things that has been the biggest thing for me is just working on the content consistently. And, and now like we're finally seeing the payoff of it and I'll be Frank, but I'm also Josh. No, I'm kidding. I'll be Frank. I'll be Frank. He wasn't going to say it. I was going to fucking say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like the timeline where we're at right now is more or less 
where I had envisioned it originally from the very first time that I recorded the first episode as far as like how the money was going to start coming in. Because like in a way, I was imagining it to a lot of how comedians talk about it where like there's really it's like a fucking grind for like seven eight nine ten years and then it's like okay now it's like starting to come back and for me i was like i think the timeline is like year four year five is where they'll start being some sort of income that gets created of it to where like okay now i can really do this full time and then from there on it's just like skyrockets and that's what i was telling roger right when we opened up for sponsorships i was like dude all we need is just one after the first one the rest is fucking history and yeah we're picking up speed slowly but surely yeah dude i swear i i uh, i fully believe it's josh and i was kind of we, we've said it for ourselves but uh just putting it out there too i fully believe that by the end of this year uh i'll be podcasting and doing comedy full-time period yeah. You heard it here first, and yeah. it, we'll we'll check in at the end of the year, yeah. and we'll be like, "Yeah, so Roger, <laughs> are you still studio. working?" <laughs> I probably, I mean, like, I, I have I have this like uh, this trouble with like risks, where I feel like I I don't uh, actually I feel like I'm comfortable enough to say now that I don't feel like it's a risk. So yeah, no, I, I was in that same vein. I felt like I um, definitely maybe overthought a lot at certain points in time because I. F- Again, everything happens on its own timeline for your own life, right? So, like, the universe... Everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Exactly. The universe puts everything into place when it should be into place. So, I don't think that we're, like, late or anything. I think it's just the perfect fucking timing right now. But what I was going to get to was, like, at a certain point, I'm, you know, self-doubt always creeps in one way or another. So, and, and sometimes the people around you can influence that as well. And it took me a minute to try and, like, really keep my circle where it, it's like people that are feeding me positive shit or positive people that positive are making energy. you grow and not just starting you down exactly but i forgot where i was going with that um timing timeline fuck fake friends <laughs> fuck fake friends for sure uh but also just uh oh taking a risk like at a certain point i definitely thought like fuck like am i gonna still keep doing it and then i like that was like the voice in the back of my head because the, the voice at the forefront of my head was always like, of course, you're still going to keep doing it because it's what you are. Like it's um, owning being a creator is one of the most difficult things that I've had to like come to terms with. And it, it, only until recently have I really been able to take ownership of that. And I think that really helped me from then till now. And I want to say like within the last five months or so is when I was able to like really like internalize that and just let it be like, what I am. Well, to finish off the episode, I would like to ask you guys for maybe like a few set of words or uh, advice or something you've learned over the past couple of months of like following your dreams that you would like to tell our listeners today. Go first. I I have a... Uh, maybe it's like a little anecdote that goes along with it, but um, I uh, was always very stressed out about um, just kind of doing things and finding myself in general. I feel like I've only recently come into my own, and it's really weird because I know they talk about like formative years being like your teenage your your teenage years, and uh, I feel like I've only just now had like the free time and resources. The time is a resource, but for to have the resources available to me to be able to do the things that I'm really passionate about, and you know get good at it um honestly and uh i was always very um very uh and it's funny that you mentioned this earlier josh but i was always very very fixated on like instant gratification on like it needs to happen if it's not happening now it's not gonna happen ever and i was uh very this is spit out yeah i was and i was chasing that i was chasing that quick that instant gratification like a drugie but it's it's uh (laughs) it's that's i was chasing that dude and 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 it was and i remember um uh, there was there was one one stupid phrase that uh, uh, someone would say to me. It was uh, this guy that I used to work with. Uh, There's an older guy at Sears that I worked at. I worked with, and he would he'd always say things like, "Like hey, like uh, Roger, what's going on today, man?" He was this weird dude. Like every store has the the, the guy colored colored glasses. They're like usually dark dark red or something. 
and they're just like shuffling around the store. You don't know what they do at the store, but they're like around there. They're just there. They work there or whatever, and so they. You, <laughs> they're you, just always there. Imagine he yeah, didn't work even, there. He's I just didn't even always know what there. The fuck he is, dude. But like, he, but he was coming around. He goes like, "What's going on, Roger? You look, you look uh, down today, sir." And I was just like, "Ah, you know, having a little bit of like trouble with like things that I want to do, or whatever." And he would. <laughs> He would just say this one fucking thing every single time, and I didn't really know what it meant, and I still sometimes feel like I don't know what it means, but uh, he would always say, don't lose your nuts trying to chase a squirrel. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and and he would, it was funny because for the longest time, it was like this like movie thing. He would say the same shit to me every single time that he would see me, um, if he ever saw me like down or whatever. And then it, when when uh, when I became a manager and I was getting ready to leave the store um, to do market training, which is like me traveling to different you know areas um, that I was really excited to do, um, then he broke it down for me. <laughs> that was when he was when I was leaving. He broke it down. He was like, he, he explained finally what it meant. He goes, uh, he he's like, uh, he 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 told me he was like, look, like uh, a, a lot of the time we're so we're so focused on on chasing something specific where we want to be we're, yeah we're, we're you know and, and instead of just envisioning yourself taking the time and having the patience for something because uh you're not you're not going to get some you're not going to get something um like to eat out of your hand in that sense by by chasing it and that's just not the the way it's you got to put in the work you got to be patient and i was like that's not at all what I got from that. Sentence. Yeah, that's not <laughs> but, what I got either. Yeah, that's but, not what I got. But but uh, but, but you know uh, that I just I just say say that it's 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 cheesy. But I I do I do think um, I do think like I, I through that patience and through like the consistency and the work ethic. I guess I I don't like using the I don't like saying that it's work because it really isn't. You know, if you if they they say like you uh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You know, like it's. Uh, that's that's just kind of what I've gone with. And but I feel like a lot of people see or the idea of like work of being a bad thing because a lot of people work for bad companies or like work that they don't enjoy. But I mean, everything in life is work. Like working on yourself is work. Working in your relationship is work. Working on your dream is work. Like we don't necessarily have to relate that word to like something bad just because there's certain people that work at sucky works that yeah. you just you know that it's like negative. Yeah, okay, well, I mean just uh what what's it called, you know, respect the hustle, stay true to yeah. it. Yeah. Period. Here's the advice that I would give 18-year-old me. Trust your instincts a little bit more and focus on yourself instead of everything else around you. Dear dear. Yeah. Should have pressed the little applause thingy for everyone to be like, "Ah." <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what I would say. I ignored my instincts a lot around that time in my life, and it put me in horrible situations. So That was like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Holy shit. I feel like I was 18 like yesterday, and I'm actually 25. Like, yeah. That was a while ago. So yeah. if you're out there, 18-year-old me, trying to start a podcast, stop ago. going out every weekend and use that money to buy your equipment and go for it. Trust your instincts. I feel like provide. I think eighteen-year-old me would be very proud of me now. I feel like eighteen-year-old me would be proud of me too. I, I want to like, believe. I want to believe that she would. I feel like eighteen-year-old me would be like, "You're not a fucking multi-million-dollar rap artist." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> kill yourself. Eighteen-year-old me would be surprised that I had a girlfriend. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> a pretty girlfriend <laughs> at that. <laughs> yeah, well, she, just in general. But yes, she is gorgeous. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on today's episode. And I really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like I talk to you guys all the fucking time, but it was never in the like, Interview okay, tell man, me yeah. about your beliefs we type really of don't, way. We really don't know each other all that much, I feel. Like I, I, I like you and I, at least, I, I think, you know, obviously. I feel like Josh. I don't know you at all. Eh, maybe you should listen to my podcast, Roger. You'll get to know I, me better. I, I, uh, and you know what? Like I, 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 I was listening. I wanted to start from the beginning because like i have listened to some episodes here and there but i feel like i've never like listened to it in like chronological order which i feel like I it's usually a trip do. um so uh i i was gonna start from like top down from like the last one um but um uh most of the time like i'm in the middle of doing i i hate i hate getting interrupted in podcasts dude i really do i can't <laughs> pause and pick it back up and so like at work I'll be listening to it. Like, I'll have one earphone, and I'll just, like, hear it. And then they'll be like, oh, Mr. Ramirez, can you come do this? Can you do that? No. And no, like, I can't. So the thing is that, like, normally I listen to podcasts on, like, trips, and, like, I haven't be 
been taking as many of them as I used to. Um, so I do like one, I do like a show per week, but usually it's two local, two out of town. So on the next one, which I'm going to San Antonio actually on the 23rd, um, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to be putting on some TJMO. Some TJMO. And then guys, we also have some really cool surprises coming up, um, for summer merch. I'm not going to say what, but make sure you're saving up your money y'all cause you're going to want to buy this one. We'll go ahead and see you next week. Peace.